true, man. Cash, it's weird. I'm, I'm going back to cash, and everyone else is going away from cash. I can't tell you. I try to pay everything in cash now. Um, for you guys that have been listening to the podcast, you know why. And I get this weird look every time I pay in cash. Like, I whip out this cash. And, like, uh, you get some of these younger cashiers, like, they don't know what to do with it. Like, <laughs> like they don't know how to count change. Like, you know, back in the day, people, you know, you lick the thumb. It's like, mm, boom, 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 boom. Give it to you right away. These younger cashiers, right? They, like, some of them don't know what to do. They're like, oh, five and Ten, uh, crap. Mm. I'm like, just look, give me two one, two ones, two ones a quarter and a dime. But yeah, no, I love, I love cash, man. I don't, I don't like this cashless world. I know it's going to it with what is it, uh, Venmo? All the college students and stuff use Venmo. Just boop, 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 boop. I like cash, man. Cash keeps you so disciplined. Cash keeps you so disciplined when you can touch it, when you can feel it, touch it, feel it, right? Keeps you so disciplined. You can't overspend with cash. You can't overspend with cash. If you have $15 in your wallet cash, guess how much you can spend at the market or the store? $15. You can't go over, right? Keeps you so disciplined. And it gives a different sensory effect to it, right? When you feel it, I'm just 15 as an example, right? When you feel it, right? You feel something leaving your hand, right? You don't, you don't have any attachment to a card. Right. Cards like do do do. You don't actually see it. Right. When you have cash and you're counting it out, doom, 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 you give it over. It feels like you're losing something. It gives you kind of more purpose. I know it sounds weird, but it's 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 an old it's an old budgeting tactic. So I've gone back to cash. I'll be the I'll be the last one in the world. Cards is much more convenient. Um, there are benefits to cards as well. Points are good if you're gonna if you're gonna buy something and you're gonna get free stuff for it. Mods will use it, get points. Um, points are massive, but you know I just I just like I like to feel a cash to be disciplined. But I go back and forth. If you talk to me a year from now, I'm gonna be all I'm gonna be all credit, no cash. It all depends on what type of cycle I'm in. Uh, I must ha- I must admit after listening to Grayson about carrying large amounts, I become more conservative with my spending. He what what did what did uh, what did Jason say about carrying large large amounts of cash? About what? Speaking of coffee, again latte factor. If you guys have never done it, try that experiment. Try the latte experiment on yourself. Try it. It's amazing what you find out. Again, I realized I was spending 60 bucks a week on, on Milky Ways and... What was it? Milky Ways and cheese. The feeling of walking around if it makes you feel or act different um, when it comes to your buying habits. Yeah, I, I think it makes you think more. It makes you make smarter decisions. Whenever, whenever, you, whenever you have... Whenever you have a, a, a certain amount and you know you have a certain amount and you can't go beyond that amount, you're wiser about what you spend it on, right? The thing with a credit card is, right, right? How, let's ask you this. How, if you had a credit card and you can swipe it right now in the store, how much could you spend? You don't have to give me the exact number because I don't want to uh, know about your personal information, but you can spend a lot. 
right? Because guess what? Is that money yours? No, it's credit. It's credit, right? So if you have a $10,000 limit, you kind of think like, oh, well, I can spend $10,000, right? And you can. But do you have $10,000 to spend? No, it's not your money. And that's, that's the biggest mistake that people make, right? People think their credit is their money. No, it's not. It's not your money. That money will cost you money. It's not your money to spend. Yes, you could spend it. You have it maybe in case of emergency where you can use it. But I think people mistake that credit is their money where they don't actually have it, right? You should never spend what you don't have. Again, aside from emergency, right? If you're using a debit card or cash, it's a different story because you can only spend what you have. This was the funny, right? I, I, so I, I, work, I, work in, I work at a college and you would think they'd be better at this. We had a few years in our athletic department where teams went over budget, right? Teams went over budget and other teams were affected, right? We got a, an email that basically said like, hey, you got to watch your spending. You don't have this much money because teams went over budget. And my question is, how do you go over budget? How do you go over budget? If you give a team X amount at the beginning of the year, once that amount is gone, they should not be able to spend anything else. Like they should try to access the account and it should be said, it should say denied, right? You get that sign, right? It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. When you have a certain amount of money, you're so much smarter with how you spend it because you know that once it's gone, it's gone. It's kind of like, again, the bullets in the video game we talked about earlier, right? We had six bullets. That's all we had. And we were trying to tell our dude, hey, man, we only have six. Use them wisely. What did he do? He blew them all at once. We were screwed. So it's a tough balance. And, and, and it's a tough balance, but it's, it's, people aren't financially educated the way they should be. That's why I'm hoping that bill in South Carolina passes. Um, what if you do this, though, says Cody? This is something I do. Uh, say you have a limit of $500 a month to spend. Keep that aside in cash um, for the end of the month. Use your credit card uh, to limit $500 and pay it off right away. Take advantage of the cashbacks. Advantages, how do you feel about this? That's perfect because you're, you're, you're spending money that you have. It's going to take a little bit more discipline. Because if you have five hundred, if, if you have a limit of five hundred, and you say, and you have something that comes up to be like ah uh, five hundred and ten, you got to be able to say uh is ten dollars more that big of a deal or am I am I hard to this rule of five hundred? But I think that's perfect because that's the best of both wor worlds, right? You're not going to worry about any type of uh, any big extra interest, and you're going to get your cash back advantages. The problem is, how many people do you think are that disciplined, Cody? How many people do you think are that disciplined to say, I'm going to take out $500 and I'm, only going to, I'm still going to use my credit card, but I'm going, to, I'm going to only spend this much? Probably not many. And that's the problem. Right? What I like to do is I like, I like to, I, I pre-budget everything at the beginning of the month, right? So I know exactly how much I should be, I should be spending on shopping, like, like groceries, Stuff like, you know, gas, haircut, aside from like any big trips or anything like that, like the, the, the normal routine bills that could require cash. 
right? You take out that much, you give yourself a little spending money. You always want to give yourself some spending money. Always want to pay yourself first. I'm a big believer in that. Always pay yourself first. That, that makes you happiest. If you pay yourself first and give yourself spending money, it's a lot easier to follow your budget other places. Right? Try to stick to that limit and whatever's extra, you can do what you want with it. You can buy yourself something nice, go on a date, or you can reinvest it. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with, with doing that, giving yourself a set, a set budget and then paying it off right away. You just got to be got to be very, very disciplined. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't that disciplined to do it. My wife says, why do you check your bank's balance and calendar every day? I said, because I like to know I'm on track with my bills. Yeah, I like to see what comes out. I'm the same way, not every day, but I want to I want to see. I want to see what's coming out and I want to make sure well, I want to make sure nothing funny is coming out as well. I think, sir, older people are more matured rather than 20, 25 years old uh, kids. The older one can manage money more nicely. Um, yes and no. They're, they're, I mean, you could be very, very young and, and manage money. I think it's, 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 have you been educated? And it's probably more of a parental thing than anything, right? The education system doesn't really do it. I think it's just... It's just people don't really understand money. A lot of people fear money. Um, a lot of parents don't take the time to educate their kids on just what money is, how it works, the value of money. And it, and it, it's it's not it's not hard. Like here here's what I'm going to do with my son. He's a little bit too young to do it, but he he understands the concept of money and it buys stuff, right? We're not at the allowance stage yet, but I'm going to start giving him change, right? When I, I I've been using a lot of cash, I get a lot of change, right? So I'm going to start giving him, I, I already give him my change. We don't do it yet, but I'm just, I, I give him my change. He puts it in his piggy bank, right? Eventually, we'll get to the point where he starts counting his change. It'll be like little chores and whatnot, like, you know, brewing my, my, my coffee in the morning for the change. What we'll do is at the end of every week, every two weeks, whatever like that, we'll take that change, the little, the bank thing, right? Back in the day, we used to roll them up. I used to love that with my dad, right? You, you, you know, you have like the little penny rolls and nickel rolls, you roll them up. And I used to love that. Now you're just dumping in the machine, right? But we would do that. He'd take it to the bank person, right? They'd give him a little receipt. He knows exactly how much he has, right? We then go to the store and he knows exactly what, how much he can spend, right? He can spend this much and I'll give him some cash and he can count it out and stuff like that. And we'll look at different games and we'll, and we'll, we'll do comparison. I'll say, hey, you know what? This one Ninja Turtle toy right here. All right, so you have $10, Jaden, right? This Ninja Turtle toy right here costs $9. So if you buy this, this is all you can get. But you can get these two little Lego toys because they both cost $5. Or I see you like that big toy over there, right? Well, that costs $20. So you don't have enough for it now. But if you save for another week or whatever it would be, then you may have enough to buy that. And whatever, there's so many lessons in there just about money, money, patience, discipline. Eventually, there'll be something up. There'll be something else I'll do where it's like, hey, whatever money he puts into his bank account, I'll put a certain portion in there. I'll match it to a certain extent. So if he decides to put five dollars in there for savings, 
I'll put five in there as well. And it has to be in there for a certain amount of time, something like that. So many lessons could be learned just by that. It's just not that hard. Right? And what, what is that right there? Saving and investing. What, or say, stop, blew it. Savings and me matching. What, what type of lesson is that? For every $5 he puts in his bank account, I'll put a dollar in. What's that a lesson in? Basically, in, interest, investing, right? Not so much investing, but I mean, a little bit, but interest. Opportunity cost as well, yeah. He's learning how interest works, right? So if I, sit, if I put money here, you'll give me this much so I can make more money by doing blah, 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 yeah. So I think stuff like that, you make it, you make it fun. I mean, and they'll, they'll learn how it works. I, I guarantee he'll grow, he'll grow up, he'll know how to use money. He may not make smart decisions, but he'll know how to make smart decisions. He'll think about it. And that's all it really takes, guys. That's what my dad did with me. Just start off with a bank account. Went to like a CD. Where it's like, hey, you can make this much money in, more, this much more money in interest, but they've got to hold your money for at least three weeks or three, uh, three months. So it's going to cost you three months of, of your money to make this money. Boom. So many lessons right there. Not that hard for a school to do that. <laughs> Not that hard. I don't, we had this conversation yesterday. Yeah, I think I think basic economics should be a, a it's it's I love it. It's a it's a long read. Basic e economics. Anybody read that book? Basic economics. Thomas Sowell. If you ever, if you ever look read about if you ever want to understand economics, yeah, it's a great it's it's a great book because there's zero math in it. Who would ever thought right? An economics book with no math. There's absolutely no math in that book. How does that work, right? How can you learn economics without math, right? Because economics is just relationships. Supply and demand is just relationships, <laughs> right? Simple stuff, right? What happens if like half the world's cows get destroyed? What happens to milk prices? Up or down? Dairy milk prices. They go up. Why? Less supply, right? Supply is limited. More demand for the limited supply that exists. Right? And you can use that stuff in life. I told you guys I'm a, I'm a nerd when it comes to shopping. I shop on very specific days of the week so I can get the best deals. It's all supply and demand. Shop on the weekends, you're going to pay the highest prices.